Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, timeless wisdom to enrich every day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. This is Living Wisely, Living Well for October 14. People are more important than things. This is a basic principle at our Ananda communities, which my guru founded through me. It is a good principle for your life also. By things, I don't mean objects only, but plans and projects of all kinds. Consideration for other people will also help to ground your ideas, making them more realistic and ensuring that what you want to accomplish is right. Remember, too, people refers not only to others, but also to yourself. Your spiritual progress is more important than anything else in your life. Oh, this is so much that's so rich in this. Your spiritual progress is more important than anything else in your life. That's not really a selfish concept. That just means that you also have to be, you also have to take yourself into account, and you can't assume that uh, you can disregard the principles, the, the you, you can disregard your own aspirations and principles, that, that you can, that merely having responsibilities or position absolves you of your own personal responsibility to your own ideals. Swamiji said once to a a group of Ananda leaders who are relatively new in their position, the way he put it is, it's presumptuous when you're making decisions not to take yourself into account. And what he meant by that is it's, you can't presume that you also are not, have no karma in this situation. You can't imagine that you're so pure and free that your actions do not also rebound back on you. And so if you're given a position of responsibility where sometimes difficult decisions have to be made, it will have implications for you. And just as if you were a free and individual citizen, you would decide according to Dharma, as far as you were concerned, your your responsibilities do not absolve you of that. So he says, for example, if in a certain situation, he said, a stern decision might be called for, but it's bad for you to be stern like that. He said, make a softer, more charitable decision. And it will, and it will come out right, because people are more important than, than the situation. And if you're, if you're acting out of integrity with your own spiritual reality in the name of what someone else needs, then that's not going to work either. That actually violates another principle of Ananda, which I think has been discussed, is discussed in this book, which is where there's dharma, there's victory meaning where there is right action which expands consciousness, everything will always come out right, which is why people are more important than things. Even the project will come out better if, if we have first things first. And first things first is the spiritual well-being of everybody involved. And the, and the way this manifests, practically speaking, in an organization is not convenient. And it often means that you're, you're making choices that if you didn't have that principle, you, you might make other choices if all you were thinking about is how to get this thing done in a certain way. I mean, many organizations 
unfortunately, just sacrifice the well-being of their people for the sake of making it happen. Uh, you know, just personal things are just cast aside. Personal limits are just cast aside. You know, just the expectation that you need family time or with your children is just cast aside because this thing has to be done. One of the interesting side effects of the lockdown that many of us have been involved in, you know, in the year 2020 when this is being recorded, is that people are suddenly realizing how many things have been had been sacrificed to the God of the office and the work and the project that should not have been sacrificed. Now that people have more more time, they're not commuting as much. I mean, unfortunately, some are unemployed, but that's not that's not what I'm really talking about. We just realized we're way out of balance, and human values are made fun of. I mean, one of the issues, you know, in in work, traditionally speaking, and I'm not trying to be chauvinistic here, women tend to have a fuller picture of life, the female, the feminine, I'm not going to call it male or female bodies, the feminine tends to be more conscious of many realities, the masculine tends to be one-pointed in its focus. And this has, you know, sometimes been an issue in the work field when you have different genders working in, in singular projects. Women, women, female energy will seek more balance than masculine energy will seek. That's why you need both. You have to have both. But people are more important than things is a divine principle. It's like the, the object of our incarnation is to expand our consciousness and to learn to love God. And, and any project that we're doing will reflect the consciousness that's put into it. And if higher values are, are, are neglected, for the lesser value of external accomplishment, there'll be an aberration anyway. And if you're building a team, it also won't work either. It's just, it just doesn't happen that way. So the other thing that Swami says here that's so interesting, another thing he says is, consideration for other people will also help to ground your ideas. Because sometimes, and I've sat in lots of meetings where this happens, people just start talking about what might be possible. You know, and many things are possible in, in theory. We could do this, we could do that, that would be wonderful. I'm both trained in this principle and also have a very practical mind. But then you have to think, who's going to do it? Who has time to do it? For whom would this be a good fit? Who would this help spiritually to be involved in this project? And so all of a sudden, all of your theoretical, someone could do this, someone could do that, when you actually try to put a name on it, you know, either a name that you already know or a name that you can imagine finding, it, be, it grounds your ideas. Because then it has to be executed. And this is a, uh, elsewhere in these pages Swami had talked about. When you have a committee, make sure that everyone on the committee has an actual responsibility because otherwise people will just talk. Swamiji himself says when he was just a junior in the spiritual organization where he started when he first became a disciple of Master and had no responsibility, he was quite free to brainstorm and to suggest anything he wanted. When he actually became responsible, you have to ground your ideas in the reality of how much free energy do we have, what are the qualifications of the people that we have. And another principle that Swami always put forward at Ananda, it has to be spiritually right for the person we're asking to do it. 
They may be very, very capable of doing it, but if it's not spiritually right for them, then it's not dharma to ask them. And if it's not dharma, then it will never work out properly. And merely because someone is talented at something does not necessarily mean it's the right thing for them spiritually. There was a, a man in our community who had a lot of talent in certain directions, but he himself knew that whenever he got into those areas, he could just feel the ego, the ego power overcoming him. And he had a very strong sense that in past incarnations, following that track had not ended well for him. And he was very, very reluctant to get involved again, and Swami respected that, even though his talent would have been very helpful. But Swami could see also that this is not good for him spiritually. Just move him off of this. I remember even someone was acting a part in one of Swamiji's plays, but acting that part required him to participate in certain other things related on the stage, which in themselves were harmless, but they were not good for him. So Swami said, you know, let's, let's take you out of that part. That's not good anymore for you. But because of that, if you always act that way, you create a vibration of, of truth in what you're doing. And by truth, I don't just mean telling the facts as the facts actually are. I mean harmony with a higher level. And when you're in harmony, when you're in attunement with a, with a, a more elevated divine flow of energy, then everything works out better. Often, your projects work out better, but even if they don't, everything works out better. Among other things, you have a clear conscience. I know, Swamiji, there, there was a, you know, there's sort of a popular new thought movement, I would call it, where uh, people would uh, say, I accept myself, I love myself, like that. Swami says, uh, there's a lot about you that's not lovable, that you, you, don't, you don't really want to be loving. You really want to transcend it. And then he said about self-acceptance, he said, the only way to truly accept yourself is to have a clear conscience. I thought, wow, that was really interesting. Uh, just an interesting way to put it. We're, trying, we're, we're often trying <laughs> to play it both ways. You know, we're, off, we're often trying to act as if we can do anything we want, just have free license to indulge anything we want, and then we just turn around on this side and say, well, I just accept myself, that's the way I am. And you can kind of play that for a while. But there's an inherent truth which is really quite different than um, the truths that we make up. And that inherent truth is the actual current of the river. So we can affirm and affirm and affirm that I accept myself, all my weaknesses, even my evil tendencies, my dark tendencies, but a part of us will just be ashamed because we'll know we're not living up to our own potential. So even if we try as hard as we can to do that, a piece of us will always feel weak in that. So we have to say when people are more important than things, we mean the human values. And a lot of times we do get confused because our priorities get very mixed up. Now, I understand in the world of business and having to hold a career, many, many compromises are just simply required because we just don't have the freedom to be able to define our world exactly the way that we re define it. So for the sake of taking care of ourselves and not becoming homeless, 
for the sake of taking care of our children, for the sake of keeping other commitments that are a first priority with us, sometimes we have to allow things to happen that we might not want to have happen, that aren't ideal. I mean, not ideal is entirely different than actually uh, against Dharma. You know, it, it may be that because of this, I have to accept this. This was the doctor who came to Swamiji in the hospital in, in India, 2004. Uh, my son is in Canada. I'm educating my son. Essentially, I have to pad the bills a little bit in order to get the income that I need. And, and it was, as Swami said at the time, he said it was very painful to him to see that this was true. But he saw that the man was in a very tough bind. But as much as possible, we should realize that there's no external thing in this world that is more important to us than our primary goal and our primary responsibility, which is our consciousness. And many times, I'll tell you one more story on that context. This is just about truth. A friend of mine just had a job. He was actually working for Ananda, but he, he was in a center and he needed to support the center. So he was doing this extra work, which is some kind of thing like putting up fences or something like that. But the man he was working for wasn't always entirely honest. And my friend was very worried that his boss was going to actually ask him to do something dishonorable. He just didn't know what he was going to do. So it finally came down to it, after he'd been working for him for some months, I think, finally the man came up and just asked him to do whatever it was that was dishonorable. And my friend, who was ready for it, just said, Oh, I don't really think I can do that. And his boss said, Okay, and just walked away like that. Because there was no, no defense in it. He wasn't after the man. He just knew that he had to protect his own spiritual consciousness. And so he just put it entirely on the basis of, oh, I can't really do that. And then all the consequences he feared just dissolved in front of him. So we have to have the courage to do the right thing and trust. Sometimes to do something that doesn't look as expedient because there's a higher value, but we have to trust. Ananda has been enormously successful by being loyal to these principles because when you're swimming with the current, and the current is divine grace, then there's a power that you can't anticipate with the human mind. And when you swim against it, well, it's hard to accept yourself if you don't have a clear conscience. So, people are more important than things. This is a basic principle at our Ananda communities, which my guru founded through me. It is a good principle for your own life also. By things, I don't mean objects only, but plans and projects of all kinds. Consideration for other people will also help to ground your ideas, making them more realistic and ensuring that what you want to accomplish is right. Remember, too, people refers not only to others, but also to yourself. Your spiritual progress is more important than anything else in your life. God bless you, my friends. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners. So if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.